0: Source. Hey you like Bez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these.
1: Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host Pez. I'm here with Source. We we're in the studio, ready for a huge round eight. And there was uh, a couple of uh, irky things in round seven, Source.
0: Irky things, Pez, upsets, and uh, some really great weather. I mean, Cairns is always known for some sunny, uh, sunny sunshines, <laughs> but uh, that's not what we had on the weekend, Pez. You would have been, um, you would have been happy with the result in that one. Happy that the Saints are selling uh, games to secure some extra cash for the club.
1: No, as a Stinker supporter, not really. Uh, but you know, Port Adelaide side, what was the score in the end? 42-41, something like that. There was so oh, many... scoring spectacle. So many behinds. And uh my, my thing, you know, St Kilda lost and, you know, I should be up in arms. I shouldn't sell games. Da, da, da. But I don't think any club should uh, sell games. I know they're trying to get uh, into other markets, but that should be left for the pre-season that nobody gives two stuffs about. <laughs> and if you're trying to go international, like the, the AFL have tried to do, you want to do it as a TV broadcast, not as a, you know go to China and, and play and, and do those sorts of things until you have a following. Uh, so I think that it should be the best spectacle we can. So we've got Marvel Stadium, we've got the MCG, you've got the home grounds of the the different footy teams and those suburban footy grounds, Ballarat, uh, Cairns, Tasmania, <laughs> get rid of them. I mean, I, so, I sort of disagree, Pez. I
0: think that, that you should be able to... Um, I, I think you should be able to sell games and I think it's fine to sell games and you know, you're trying to raise money for the club, but... I'm not okay with them doing it. Um, Like, There's no reason why we need to play football out at the Altona grounds down the road for no reason. Like, You've got to be playing at grounds that are up to standard, not only stadium-wise, facility-wise, but in terms of weather conditions, the the last seven times the games have been played in Cairns, one team has scored 100 points. That was the Western Bulldogs when they scored 110 points against the Gold Coast. I think they scored five points or some, some shit like that. But torrential wind... Average kilometre of wind is up to seventy kilometers at those grounds. It's not not football. Same with Ballarat. Same with Bendigo. Same with Tassie. Sometimes, if you're going to put ga- games in football, play it where it actually matters. Like Whit, Whit- Oval, that's a great ground. It's it's closed in. You get good suburban football. You, you could sell your game there. But you, you not imagine to these rubbish ones.
1: You imagine you're a you're a sports fan and you are watching the great game of AFL for the first time. You turn on the TV and You watch a quarter of that rubbish up in Cairns where they're not, they can't kick any goals. The ball's just going up and down. Uh, it, it didn't look horrible on TV in terms of the torrential rain or whatever like that, but the ground looked bad. The grass was coming up, and uh, yeah, they just couldn't couldn't uh, show that showcase their skills. They're professional footballers. It's a professional competition, and I don't think it's worth the, you know five hundred thousand they would get uh, as a club to sell the game. It would be worth more to the AFL to just. <laughs> Say don't sell the game. We'll give you five hundred thousand and we'll play it at a proper ground.
0: I mean, I mean Pez, uh, the population of Kansas is about one hundred and fifty thousand. So, so the one hundred and fifty thousand, they're not even getting half of those people there. It's not even getting seventy thousand there. They're getting what twenty thousand, thirty thousand. Well, is yeah, that the right can't. market to be trying we, to target?
1: Oh, you—they're uh, trying to get in there. We know that why it's they've got—they've
0: got a guaranteed winner in Tasmania. Look at the Jack Jumpers, Pez. And I know, I know, shock—the NBL season is about to conclude after no, seven not the playoffs seven, we're just seven starting. ruling years. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> But, but, but surely, surely 45 the surely the forty five game uh, playoff series. Surely the AFL take a leaf out of the NBL's book. The NBL took a gamble on the Jack Jumpers and going down to Tassie, and the whole stadium, the whole place has embraced it. They're on this fairy tale run. You know, success obviously brings more support. But whilst you know, the only thing that I did notice when I was down in the shithole that is Hobart was the amount of people running around in Jack Jumpers. Um, Jerseys Jeez that's hard to say Jack jumpers jumpers
1: You'd imagine uh, The the school kids The school age kids They'd probably be Playing basketball
0: Oh they'd be all over it And like especially Tasmania No one cares about Whether it's Launcester or Hobart They're supporting Tasmania You can't tell It's only two hours Difference between it AFL stop, Stop pissing around With Cairns And New Zealand And China Get a team in, in Tassie, and we've made a lot of fun about Tassie over the last
1: couple of years. But just put a team in there. It's too. I uh, it's it's too late to put a new team there. Sauce. Nah, it's, t- it it's too late. There's 18 teams in the competition. You don't want to spread the talent uh, talent pool that fast. So what they should have done is they should have put Tasmania in there as the 17th team, and then the Northern Territory in as the 18th team. But now they've stuffed up with the the Gold Coast and GWS Giants. So you have got to move. Uh, uh, who do you want? North Melbourne down in Tasmania because Hawthorne, they're there, and then Hawthorne. St. Kilda. Uh, yeah, St Kilda, whatever. Uh, maybe not St Kilda. We'll <laughs> you agree. in there as, <laughs> agreed a, on that one. A, a, a top four. But um, <laughs> North Melbourne, they should have gone years ago when they you know, got the offer. Um, got all the compensation for Gold Coast stuff and they might have done a little bit better and they'd, they'd be in a better position than they are now. Yeah, we don't have to worry about you know trying to sell games.
0: We just get the clubs that aren't financial enough to get rid of one of the, the markets in Melbourne means that they're, they're going to have another a spot to, to go to. Like Obviously, the North fans they want to follow shit clubs, they'll go follow St Kilda. Like, it's just right across the road. They can get boost their memberships up, Pez. You can get a uh, couple extra I don't know what you're angry
1: about tonight, but you you do need to calm I'm down. I have my own
0: <laughs> segment after last week. You know, well, I've got a perfect name
1: for when I get angry, Pez. We can have the hot sauce segment. <laughs> and, <been> too, uh, <laughs> many, too many digs. Are you feeling all right or what? No, I'm not. Well, I'm you're not. Are oh, you feeling like the West Coast Eagles team, are you? Huh. All the way down
0: with COVID. A little bit of down with COVID, Pez. And uh, just... Trying to escape the uh, spotlight of the AFL bet slip and Pez uh, because I had a bit of a bad week last week. Not a not a not a horrible week, but a little bit of a rough
1: one. Oh, well, let's have a look at how you went.
0: Soft review. It's no official review. How does it end? We don't know. They
1: can't have lost, but they won as well. Now, source, we've had a few winning weeks here uh, we uh, behind the boundary, and uh, you've you know I told you to pull your finger out. You did for a couple of weeks, and then you've just. Uh, let yourself down. So you haven't let me down because I don't give you two shits how you do with your money, but, um, you, you've let yourself down and, uh, I, I didn't let myself down because I, I had a ripping round again. Yeah,
0: I don't know what you're talking about, Pez. I deleted the tweets and uh, <laughs> it's all good. So it's another positive week. I have noticed uh, <laughs> more deleted tweets during the week. You've got to love the uh, the accountability where some of gambling Twitter, Pez. But oh, no, I uh, hey, hey, I'm not shying away from it. I, I, I'm still in, a, still in a good stead overall, 26% for, for the year. The and best
1: thing, if, if you want, and we do have a bad season one die, one time, we can just delete our Twitter, make a new one, make a new name, same thing and just do the same thing again and then we'll be back at zero yeah. if, we're, if we're down. But that's the thing. Be- we'll maybe call it beyond the boundary.
0: <laughs> or we we'll go behind the boundary. Or D-A instead of the.
1: Oh, and we'll get sponsored by Snoop Dogg. You can do our <laughs> intro and uh, go from there. But <laughs> let's, let's talk about how we went in round seven, Source: uh, The first game was an absolute debacle and the, with the AFL fixed string. <sighs> They got this one completely wrong. West Coast Eagles and Richmond Tigers with uh, Richmond having a 109-point win. Embarrassing for the West Coast Eagles fans that went along uh, to that game. I got my cheeky up, uh, which was the uh, money ball special with the Tom Lynch uh, in the yeah. first five goals. I think he kicked the yeah. fourth. Kicked the fourth um, one and then kicked uh, another another, <laughs>
0: another six something
1: after that. A little bit of a bag to go from there, and then I also had my three leg same game multi source. Uh, I put the max fifty on it. It was Richmond to win. Richmond plus twenty nine, but Richmond minus six and a half. And we if just, this just wasn't, in. if this wasn't the least sweaty bet, I didn't have to sweat at all. You knew it was going to win five minutes into the game, and uh, it was just sweat free. A uh, great start to the round.
0: Sweat-free, were you talking about West Coast performance? Because they didn't look like they broke a sweat at all, Pez.
1: Oh, they, they wouldn't. And um, uh, a few of those players would be happy with their choices to go over there. Tim Kelly uh, moving over from Geelong. He's doing well. Uh, yeah, good on him. <laughs> uh, as you said, Pez,
0: I had the uh, the Tom Lynch bet as well. Kicked the one of the first five. And uh, I had a same game multi with my bonus, Pez. Um, I had Richmond... Was a little bit of sweat for me, Pez, at the alternate line minus two and a half, and uh, I had over one thirty nine and a half, and that wasn't that wasn't just Richmond scores who scored one hundred and sixty five. That was total (laughs) game points, so it was a definite. uh, It was a good little win there,
1: Pez, for for me. If that was just Richmond over one thirty nine and a half, that would have been playing a a little bit. If you can get a market like that, but uh, it was a ripping start to to the round source, and you you said you had a bad one, so I don't know what's coming up, but uh, (laughs) not much more. (laughs) The next game was. well, I don't know if you call it an absolute ripper, but Fremantle's defence against wow. Geelong uh, stood up down there. They've beaten them there before in a big game. And this was a, a game everyone during the week was talking about how Fremantle had to prove themselves. Yeah, and they sure did. No Matty Taberna, no Sean Darcy. I said last week that they couldn't win on the podcast. They come out. They, they won by three points in the end, but it was pretty comfortable. I don't think Geelong really had a shot there at the end because they were down by 15 or so points. And uh, yeah, kudos to Fremantle who... Uh, fly in the top four on the ladder. Yeah, Pez, it it was impressive for Fremantle on two behalfs. One was the the fact
0: that they actually, you know, they stopped Geelong, which we know that they've got a strong structured defence and, um, you know, the second part was the way that they scored. They actually scored quite freely and the way that they've uh, implemented an offensive attack into this game and into this squad is really dangerous because we knew that beforehand that they could stop people. They they allowed five goals in the first quarter and then they only allowed five more for the rest of the game. Uh, They really locked down in Geelong. They um, picked apart the way that Geelong swing the ball and, uh, you know, obviously not a Geelong podcast here, Pez, but Fremantle were extremely impressive and um, it's it's not concerning for Geelong. It's um, really more impressive for Fremantle the way that they were tested on the road at a difficult venue to, to, to win at uh, in, um, you know, Alphabet Stadium down there. Um, <laughs> but, but a really, really great result for Fremantle and really, really big steps for them because I think last year we thought, you know, were they just one of those teams sitting ninth and 10th? And, and Pez, I think they're a real
1: contender. Mate, the funniest thing you've ever done On the podcast with Alphabet Stadium, you stole from another one. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) Well, do you know what's even funnier, Pears, was my bet in this game, because I went 0 for 3 in this one. Uh, I had Joel Selwood to get 20 or more disposals. Uh, First time this season he hasn't got it, (laughs) Pez. sat on a nice little 19. Tommy Atkins, my saviour, and I've noticed they've taken him out of the 15 disposals. He got 21 or something like that. And Jeremy Cameron, again, picked the wrong forward, Pears, because Hawkins had
1: 3 and uh, Cameron kicked 1. Joel Selwood, he had 20 at one stage, didn't
0: he? Yeah, they didn't count, though, because we lost... Oh yeah. Nah, he, 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 I thought you got a bet return for this. Nah, no, I don't think I did, Pez. And you know what I did? Yes, you little ripper. So twenty-five. <laughs> well, you put it in a different colour. Uh
1: yeah, sick. It's it's changed. So if it's if it's green and it's a bet return, it means you haven't used it. Oh, okay. If it's blue, it means you used it that round. Oh I was, was looking at my stats on uh, I was looking the bet during the the third quarter, Pez, and I
0: wasn't very happy at all with the with, oh. with way it was going. Oh, so no. I uh, threw the phone around and Uh, Yeah,
1: played with my nephew at his first AFL game. (laughs) Just just continue to do that. It was nice. Well, first AFL game and a loss. No good for him. Uh, Uh, It makes it a little bit less distracting because when we were playing shit football, I could at least play with the kids. True. The the next game was uh, Adelaide versus GWS. I had... uh, 25 on this one, and I had Adelaide plus five and a half. I thought Adelaide would uh, maybe get up and, and win by a couple of goals, but the Giants absolutely flogged them. Yeah, called it, Pez. Called it here first.
0: I uh, definitely said that uh, GWS were a big shot here.
1: Yeah, 1 to 39. Didn't yep, get definitely.
0: up. <laughs> hey, Pez, it was looking really good for my uh, my $26 bet there. I had Taylor Walker to kick five.
1: He had four touches, I think. Uh, he so kicked he, three. He had two, two, one. If he ended up kicking five, though... Maybe it would have been 1 to 39 and you would have got your ridiculous bet up. Well, I, I thought that, you know, in after
0: that first quarter, that real. Um that real terrible first quarter that they displayed, you know, 5-1, and that second quarter where they kicked 11 goals to 2. Normally uh, what teams do in those third and fourth quarter, they sort of let it get a couple of c- consolation prize pairs, but not to be. Uh, I went 0 uh, for 2, and the only reason I got the other one was the uh,
1: pick your own line, plus 26.5,
0: which was uh, a godsend by the end. <laughs>
1: oh, yep. No, no no, good from there. So we, we head over from Adelaide Oval, go back to uh, the MCG where Hawthorne, have been on fire at the start of Game Source. They kicked the first two goals against Melbourne and uh, were looking decent. And I had uh, Melbourne to lead it every quarter. They had a shot for goal uh, in the last minute of the quarter to, to get up and, you know, win the quarter. And they missed that shot at goal, which means I missed my bet because Hawthorne led at quarter time. Melbourne kicked away by a little bit, but then Hawthorne came fighting back and only lost by 10 points here at the MCG.
0: Yeah but it, it was a, not really a 10 point loss pair was it because the yeah. moment that um That's what it says <laughs> no but the, the
1: moment the moment
0: Melbourne turned it on it was game over like they they never they always felt pretty comfortable i thought watching the game that they were a two or three goal you know probably four goal a uh, bit difference in that, Um but Pez, oh, I was happy for this one because it was the the only other bet I got up for the weekend, so uh, I had Petrarca or Tom Mitchell, the money line, uh, money ball special to, to get up, $25 on that one, Pez, and the most disappointing thing with this one is I didn't put the max bet of $25.01.
1: No, you were worried about your I was. Your overall <laughs> yeah, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Just but put the 25 on. Did you get double your winnings because Mitchell and Petrarca kicked a goal? no. No. Oh. Nope. No, doesn't well, work it was like one, that. One
0: or the other, Pez. Uh, uh, whilst I uh, was not good at reading stats, read 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 the screen, Pez.
1: No, all right. well, yeah, told you, I'm up in the bets. No, doesn't happen. So uh, if you want to skip the next game, you can because it was a. Horrible debacle.
0: Yeah, well, I had uh, over 155 points, personally. They could have played this game three times. I don't know if they would have got to that score. It was absolutely disgusting, torrential rain, as we said, and and terrible conditions. We had St Kilda minus 8.5 as well as my double-up bonus, but what a waste of money, what a waste of time, and what a waste of uh, viewing experience from anyone that had to watch that game.
1: Look, before the game, I was feeling good about my little same-game multi. I had St Kilda plus 7.5, which ended up getting the tick under 186.5 which is a is a big tick but I did the uh, the 50 point or 55 point spread I had it over 131 they only got what 83 85 so it was absolutely horrendous it didn't get up I got a bonus it is in green there on twitter at behind the bound on the bet slip so I've used that bonus this week to try and get that uh horrible bet back
0: yeah, Pez. Uh, on to the next game. Uh, well, the next three I steered clear from, but the North uh, Carlton game. It was pretty much uh, business as usual. We we expected a pretty sort of uh, displaying by Carlton of um, kicking it on and turning it on. Paddy Chris Pez, is, is he in um, Brownlow form? He's thirty five and one, and you know three shots at goal, absolutely dominating.
1: He's just a bull in that middle Absolute and uh, it was against North Melbourne but uh, you got to pad your stats if you want to win the Brownlow uh, against North Melbourne. If you play him twice, it's it's very, very good. Mm. If you're a midfielder that can kick goals, you kick three, you have 30, you're usually going to get the three votes. Exactly so right. Perfect 10. Perfect 10 in the players' coaches' Perfect 10. Yeah. It doesn't happen uh, too sec- often. Second time it's happened this season for there you. It. There you go. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to... Skip to my multi source because oh. uh, there's a reason I have to do that. I I lost both of my multis. I was I was confident. I was flying high with my multis all all season source with ticks everywhere. Multiple multis. Uh, we got Finster doing uh, little gifs and memes on on Twitter at behind the <laughs> pound about <laughs> about multi one multi two. So my first multi, uh, Richmond, Melbourne, Carlton all got up and Geelong, let me down by by three points there. So I got a bonus back there and my other multi I had Melbourne. Carlton and St Kilda, who let me down, who led, you know, with two minutes to go in the game and uh, two points to Port Adelaide stopped that from happening. So I got a bonus, Mm -hmm. but with those bonuses, I used them Ah, okay. to try and win money back. So on the Sunday I used both of those bonuses so I'm going to speak about how I go there.
0: Yeah, it's a bit disappointing when you haven't even started the uh, the second Saturday night game yet and you've already lost all your multis <laughs> isn't it Pez? Uh, but the moral of
1: the story for that one
0: is obviously stay uh, steer clear of our two teams when betting. We should just stick to Ned's special and bet um, our two I teams think playing against from memory <laughs> you
1: had both both of our teams in your multi. Yeah, the yeah, uh, we'll yeah. moral <laughs> of the story yeah, we'll, we'll, if I can tell you now, spoiler it worked alert t- it lost. It worked the week before but uh, i been my,
0: working for the rest of the season.
1: One of my bonuses was a, a $50 bonus and I just put it on uh, multiple games here, Source, with Tab. So I wonder you if you like this or? one. No, just just same game multis. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the uh, Essendon game, I had over 155.5, which uh, was, you know, well, there's always a quarter where they score pretty low. And then uh, it just ended up uh, kicking away. The Bulldogs kicked a high score and over 155 ended up getting over very, very easy. In the Gold Coast game, I had Gold Coast plus 40.5. And I had over 139.5. So both of those got up. Mm-hmm quite easily as well and the last game the Sydney game over 140.5 and Daniel Rich to get 20 lucky me (laughs) he got two from kick-ins in the last minute oh (laughs) Pez to to get to his 20 it was awesome Uh, I put the bonus 50 down it says return 134 but it only returned $84.50 Eighty-four fifty because you don't get your bonus stake back.
0: Did you do that through Tab Pez, Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the way that they do that. No, they
1: should put. They
0: they, they went for, for viewers who don't use Tab. What they do is you, you put the bet down and let's say it's fifty dollars at two dollars odds, and it says that you return a hundred dollars on the bet slip. So then you get the, the you get the money in your account. It goes boom a hundred dollars. Like oh yeah little ripper. Then you close the app and you get back in. It's like a refund adjustment from bonus bet, and they take the fifty back off you. So not only they dangle yeah. a little carrot in front of you, and then they take it away.
1: Pez. Yeah, it's just an adjustment. But with Ladbrokes, with my next bonus. Yeah. They actually just put the estimated well, returns. And and that's just what I like. They, it, have, they have the estimated returns
0: in. actually in the, the bet slip. There's in the bet a, slip as very, well. Very which is very, very good feature is, of Ladderburn. Which
1: breaks. is very good. So those were all games. But the next game. Uh, that I did was the the Sydney game, but did you have any bets on the Sunday? Before uh, I had no, no
0: other bets from there, Pez. The only bet I had was uh, in the in the Sydney game where we went head to head, Pez, and uh, it was what a great game of football this was. Oh, this should have been the Friday. This should have been the Friday
1: this, Thursday, this night, have been the Thursday, Thursday night in the Thursday Thursday night game. We said that last week on the podcast. It was uh, a great spectacle. There was nine points apiece in that first quarter. Source where uh, Sydney. They were looking good getting inside 50, uh, but they were just bombing it away, and Brisbane were defending really well. So uh, it, w- it was quite strange. You had Sydney at the line. It had Sydney minus two and a half on Neds, and you obviously
0: went the other way, Pez, yep. for, for memory. But, but, but what was good about this game, Pez, you know, really impressive for Brisbane. They won this game twice. Like, they mm-hmm. jumped ahead for 35 points in that second quarter where they piled it on and they, they took the air out of the game. Then they also, which not many people in the modern era would be able to say they survived, a buddy... Game, a buddy quarter where buddy goes nuts. It was kick, worth the kick, price four, four goals in five minutes, and they were able to overcome that because normally when that happens, Piers, you know, when a champion fires up,
1: game they over. They kicked five as a team. I know. Buddy was looking unstoppable. Unstoppable. They, they changed uh, Gardner off him, and it, it just looked uh, like he wasn't there anymore. and Brisbane just ran over the top. Lockie Neal, three votes in this game, wow. 100%. Wow. He was absolutely everywhere getting the, the clearance not only getting the clearance but he was running the ball out himself he didn't yeah. even have to handball it out and then he was making 50-60 metres it so took,
0: took him back to his uh, his Brownlow days Pears, where he just put the
1: ball he put the team on his back and just went you know what boys we're not losing this game let's go it looked and like he was playing against like North Melbourne but he was playing yeah. against a decent side in Sydney mm-hmm. uh, my original bet I had a same game multi I had over 139.5 which wasn't looking good at 18 oh. points a quarter time <laughs> Brisbane plus 2.5 and, and Brisbane plus 38.5 so that was the max 50 at 242 odds to return 121, and my bonus that I got from my uh, Ladbrokes multi source I put this on. We put humour Cluggage for 20 over 138.5 Brisbane plus two and a half Brisbane first quarter plus 0.5. Oh, I love it. was off. a draw. You're loving it. Bang, ready to go. And Daniel Rich, his 20 plus disposals. I was a, a big sweat because there's a $214 return, uh, and then the other one was a 80 something dollar return. So it was $300 there. On Daniel Rich getting twenty, and he got these last two in that last minute kicking in from the goal square, and it was absolutely beautiful to watch. One of
0: the little betting hacks Pez is to work out the teams and who are uh, who actually likes, uh, sorry, who likes who actually kicks in the, the the ball from those lines, and when they do that play on, bang, you laugh. And I remember oh. the week before sitting there watching the Geelong game. Stuart needed, uh, needed one more one more disposal, and he has an open kick in and he doesn't play on, and no. he, does, he kicks the ball open, he ended up getting the handball back three or four times. Lucky. Like but, but it's an easy one to get, Bez.
1: You know what happened during that game, though? Daniel Rich started taking the kickouts, and then he stopped. He wasn't taking the kickouts for uh, three or four behinds in a row, and I'm like, what are you doing, Daniel Rich? Some defense, and he ended up getting all his disposals. So happy uh, for me, and that sums up my round.
0: Yeah, speaking of sums, Pez, uh, I lost my multi, which we know about. I had 50 on that, but I might as well get into the, the summary of the round. For round seven, I staked $185.98 there, Pez. Returned uh, $128.80, an ROI of minus 30.74. So a little disappointing for that round, Pez, um, you know, but that's what happens when you back along and St
1: Kilda in, in the simultaneous uh, multi. Yep, you don't want to do that. Uh, round seven, I staked three. $310.01, returned $571.55 for an 84.36% return. I'm never going to uh, complain about that. For the year source, staked $1,750.02 and returned $2,850.57. So over one case or so, i raring and ready to go. Uh, improved the ROI there to 62.88%, which uh, is unheard of. I mean, uncharted territory.
0: Yeah, it's uh, especially so early in the year, Pez. It's normally where you can get... Uh later in the year we claw it up slowly 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 but you, you're betting big you found a system that's working and i might have to adapt some of your um some of your techniques after this round uh, i've got one more more uh, strategy i'm going to try this week and <laughs> we'll see how we go but for me whilst a disappointing round Pez, not a disappointing season at all we aim for the 10 percent par of Pez and uh 26.16 for the roi for the season love and life uh, stakes 1135 dollars 99 that one cent—that's going to kill me—and returned one thousand four hundred and thirty-three dollars, pairs and
1: nineteen cents. So, uh, whilst a disappointing round, still flying good in the green. Flying good in the green, and I'm going to be doing the same. Uh, what? How many rounds have we had? Seven. Seven. I've had one losing round, and it was losing by a very, very small amount. So, six winning round sauce, and I'm going to make it seven. Ooh. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small.
0: Our bets with an opportunity about. 50
1: with a mate and um we we're getting getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said um, i think i'm gonna whack 10 on on maxi do you want do you want some as well and i said
0: oh yes! yes 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 i love the confidence making it another winning <laughs> round i love that uh hopefully what you're talking is just as uh special as some of the specials we're about to see all takes a special and goes bang.
1: yeah and we start off as always with sports bet and uh disappointing after the first five rounds when they had the best specials about now they've only got this uh, whatevers this is called it's called uh bet returns all matches this round and uh, I don't actually know what that is but if you've got Oh, I've, got, I've got bet
0: returns, Pez. Uh, they're they're in green on the bet slip. If you've got bet returns <laughs>
1: in uh, in sports bet, good for you. You get them for all matches this round. Yeah, like great, great <laughs> little graphic as well, Pez. Head over to Ladbroke's uh, three-leg same-game multi. No need. I'm, I can stay with my multis on uh, SportsFit. Well, you get one refund per day, so I get a little bit. Oh, and, I, and
0: I get the bet return too, so that's a sneaky little one you can put oh, in you there.
1: can do for both. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, they've <bro>. got, <laughs> They've got the $2 lines Friday and Sunday games, and they've got the mega multi AFL and NRL, four-plus legs, six-plus legs, eight-plus legs. Have a read of that if you are interested. Neds, they've got the same $2 lines Friday and Sunday. They've got the early payout if you're up by 20-plus at halftime, and they've got the same-game multi it's one refund per day. Uh, head over to Bet365. They've taken away the uh, up by 32 points. Couldn't find it, source. So they've only got the uh, uh, multi offer where you can increase your percentage if you want to do that. Head to Tab. Head-to-head, three-plus leg. Uh, if one fails, you get your money back. So that's where we're at because Sportsbet took away their four-leg one where you, if yeah, you lose two. Uh, all games for same-game multis, but still, this is last week they changed the source. You have to do four legs now, not three. So, Don't like it. So four legs. If one fails, you're out. You're already pushing it if you're doing more than three-plus legs in, in a same-game multi there. Uh, venue mode for any anyone that does that. Lead at halftime but lose. Bonus back up to 50. Now Moneyball, disappointing this week's source didn't find anything on there there was one for the NRL but for the AFL they've got a four plus leg multi offer but your minimum odds have to be $3 and you get a bonus so that's uh, even worse than the tab one and you've got AFL same game multi uh, for AFL NRL or NBA so they they're trying to you know promote it twice but I didn't find any other money ball ones yeah here's this i've got some bad news for you you might you might have
0: uh, had the had the ban or money on any ball because there is two specials out there, Pez. No, you you can. Ah, um, you might be having the band, Pez. So uh, you've got. I'll, I'll help the I listeners out be there. Can't already. So the Aaron Norton uh, one in the Western Bulldogs game. Aaron Norton one that we've had a couple of times to kick any of the first five goals of the match, paying a five dollars max bet of ten dollars. And there's also the Essendon Hawthorne game where they've got Darcy Parish or Tom Mitchell to collect thirty three disposals at two dollars with a twenty five dollar max bet. So twenty five dollar and one cent.
1: Poor old Pez, have you been bad Pez? Uh, no, nah, just wasn't there when oh, <laughs> when damn. I was there. So that is uh, that is good. I'm just putting the max on both of those at the moment. Yeah, well, I've
0: got some more bad news for you, Pez. Mm. Uh, I mean, I know you haven't finished your your little spiel over there specials, so do you, I might let you finish your spiel. Yeah, first, let me finish because we've got I'll a brand new one. A bit, yeah, we do
1: a bit of blue bet. Oh. Um, <laughs> It can give you blue. It can keep you blue. Um, <laughs> is, that their, is that their slogan? <laughs> yeah, give you blue, it can keep you blue. I don't know what it can do, but uh, <laughs> this, this was thanks to uh, someone on Twitter who actually told us about this special yeah, last special. week. The early payout, twelve plus points at half time, you win. So I've actually used that this week. I had to create an account. It was a little bit um, blue bet if you're listening, a little bit fidgety when yeah, I was a doing my fidgety, deposit, yeah. and it wouldn't work. And I had to, you know, key my details a few different times. But I got there in the end and made my bet. And I think it's, it's
0: ironic as well, Pez, because I think there's the the quick the quick sign up one. It's like, yes, you only have to enter your name and username, and then it takes like twenty minutes to deposit oh, money. unbelievable!
1: <laughs> it's like you they've got a timer waiting or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Smith and Wines in the Port Adelaide Western Bulldogs game sixty plus disposal at five bucks they combined for that. I, I I don't know if I love that, but um, if you like that, it's a little bit cheeky because it is five bucks, and uh, that concludes the round eight betting specials. Uh, doesn't actually, Pez. I was uh, having a little bit of a, a look-see on um.
0: Actually, don't know no, what I was looking on, and I uh, had this little, <laughs> little notification pop up, Pez, uh, that you've forgotten one of the betting agencies. Uh, good old Picklebet, Pez. <laughs> that's,
1: that's not a real agency. It is a
0: real agency, Pez, and uh, I mean, their specials aren't great, but I thought I'd go through them for you, Pez. So, um, they, they've uh, got some terrible graphics too, so they've got uh, the first one's the Western Bulldogs to win and Cody Waitman to score three goals. Amazing odds of 570 with uh, a James Hurd sort of look-alike uh, little, little drawing that's, there. That's terrible value. That's not great odds. Not at all. Or you've got Collingwood to win and Jack Giamatti to score three goals. How or much? Four bucks. <laughs>
1: that's that's crap odds. <laughs>
0: yeah, so crap. Uh, or Darcy Parrish to get 30 disposals. That's pretty good odds, Pez. Or And any time goal scorer And he hasn't kicked a goal all year $5.20
1: He's got to do both of them
0: Yeah he's got to do both of them And have a look at that graphic
1: They've got like bobbleheads heads With like uh, <laughs> this one Momo like eyes like Coming <laughs> out of their heads or Some Momo
0: shit. eyes Looks like he's possessed <laughs> by a demon And then the last one pairs Probably the best of them all actually Carlton uh, To win by 25 plus And Sam Walsh To be any time goal scorer Five twenty. So that's probably the closest one. I think that's going to get up. Uh, the rest of them, though, pickle bet lift your game. But you are new to the market. So how much was Cody
1: Waitman's one paying?
0: That's paying uh, three
1: dollars, five dollars seventy for to kick three goals in Western Bulldogs to win. It's four. That's that's not good. <laughs> that is not good. He's paying four fifty on sports bet to kick three plus. The Bulldogs know. are paying $2.25 to win. You put that into well, 2 leg multi. At the,
0: at the stage when I took the screenshot, it was $1.85. It was even money. So it's a little bit different with the teams right, that have come out. That. But uh, Pez, it's not great in terms of, um, you know, I like the innovation in the name, fun little name, Picklebet. Um, but uh, in terms of their specials in, in introducing to the market, not great.
1: No, that's uh, that's horrible. That's horrible value um, on Picklebet. So they do not get to come into our... Uh, screens and bet slip on Twitter until uh, they improve.
0: Oh, uh, you know what? I-, I like the innovation in the name, Pez. Pickle bet's fun to say. <laughs> that's the
1: only reason you <laughs> want to speak about it. But um, no, no,
0: I wanted to bring bring awareness that just because um, betting agencies have specials there and huge promos, doesn't mean they're always the the right odds, Pez. Because yeah, so pickle of, Rick of, uh, can pickle Rick? get stuffed. I think that you'd be a bit pickled if you, you tried those pairs because they're not great specials. But speaking of great value pairs, we step into our favorite segment of the show, Bet Slip. All right, so let's get into the first game. Uh the first of two Friday nights pairs, we head over to Adelaide Oval. Port Adelaide taking on the Western Bulldogs. Dollar sixty favourites are Port Adelaide after a rough start to the season. Two twenty-five outsiders are the doggies. Minus six and a half is the line. Over under twenty uh, one fifty-four and a half pairs. For, for this one, I don't want to know about their season. Port Adelaide versus Western Bulldogs, they both played off in a prelim last year. Well, what's going on? Like, this is not where we expected the teams. Uh, who who's, you know, who needs this win more to, to bounce back to, to top four form?
1: Well, five wins between them. I think Port Adelaide have had a shocking start, and they're not competing for top four. So the answer to that question is Western Bulldogs, and only because they've had three wins. But they've been uh, super disappointing. They should have four wins. They did lose against uh, Richmond when they kicked... A Horrendously, horrendously, uh, in that game. So, uh, you, you say the Bulldogs, but they are missing pally sauce. So, um, they've gone out to, to $2.25 favorites, uh, no, not favorites, but $2.25, not favorites. And, uh, they're, they're going to struggle over Adelaide Oval if Port Adelaide can, you know, drip dry their, their clothes from cans and, and, you know, recover and get all those niggles out of the way when they're playing on that horrible ground. But, uh, very interesting one, betting-wise. I'm not sold
0: on Port Adelaide, Pez. You know, like, obviously, the Western Bulldogs, we think are the team that's going to bounce back to top four. But both these teams, Port Adelaide, you know, they have half their games in Adelaide. That should be, you know, some easy wins there. But they've, I think the odds here are a little bit skewed on some, um, you know, some interesting results. Obviously, last week, they escaped after an inaccurate St Kilda and torrential rain. So let's put that down to what it was. It was a pretty shit game. They probably should have lost that game on form alone and St Kilda's kicking. The other one is they beat West Coast. So they're on a two-game winning streak, when realistically it's probably a bit skewed there. The Western Bulldogs, they do lose Bontempele in this one, and he has been pivotal in you know big moments and that, but their list and the, and the form that um, the Western Bulldogs have been in hasn't been great, but I still think they're a better side than Port Adelaide, and I think that the bookies have actually got this one wrong on a, a huge adjustment just from Bontempele. Yeah, Bontempele's a big name, and uh, a lot of... Uh, Not to swing the odds 40 cents, though, Pez. Hey,
1: a, a lot of betters that just look at that will go, yep, Port Adelaide at home. Bontempele's out I'm, I'm jumping on port But uh, We've got to go through Their season And, and see You, you play on form Port Adelaide Have won two in a row Anyone that's just Looking at it Will will say yep We'll bet Port Adelaide uh, This is a hard game To tip Let alone bet source. Uh, so I, I think That it'll be a close game I've got the Bulldogs To, to win a Win a close one So I'm not going to sit On the fence or anything uh, but my little bet that I've put together, I've put my bonus bet, and this is before the Bontempi news. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it because I have to. I've got no choice. But my Ned's bonus bet from last week, I've gone over 75 and a half points in the first half, so like 76 or more. I've gone over 37 and a half points in the first quarter, mm-hmm. and over 154.5 in the total game. So just over, to over, just over. a bumper, over, over, over. And then either team at the end of the day to win by less than 24 points. Those in a four-leg multi, the, the bonus 50, will return me 234 because it's $5.69. And because it's $5.69, max 50 bonus. Cheeky! I've got to press the cheeky button. you got to press
0: it, Pez. Uh, well, then, in that case, uh, I'll uh, press the... Cheeky! Button. But that's only for my, uh, my money line one, Pez. My money ball, sorry. Uh, Aaron Norton to kick uh, any of the first five goals of the match. That is paying $5, and I've whacked $10.01, and I've definitely got it there, push, Pez. I pushed the max bet. But, no, what? Uh, I should
1: jump in and say I'm going to do that, but I'm not, oh, okay. not I'm not going to put it on. I'm going to leave that one to you and you can uh, enjoy Aaron Norton kicking the sixth goal of the match.
0: Nah, come on, Pez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, come on. Come on we're <laughs> a team here.
1: Uh, but I also
0: have a, another bet on Pez and uh, I originally was about to cash out. I could have cashed out for $47.50 because I had did put the max 50 on it. I put this down before I saw the news, but do you know what, Pez, I'm going to stick with it. I, I, I believe that one player doesn't make that big a difference and definitely not a 40-cent 40, um, 40 swing. I've gone Western Bulldogs head-to-head Western Bulldogs, pl- pick your own line, plus 27.5, Pez. And I've gone top liberatory to get 20 and more disposals. So he, him in the midfield actually with Bontempelli Without works for me. Yep, I um, I think that they've got a good shot. That gives me odds of $2.40 with sports bet. One leg fails money back um, because I've got my bet return. Uh, but I have back the 50 on it. I am a little bit worried though now with that with that lineup. But uh, as I said, I, I think that the, the results are a little bit skewed with Port Adelaide for the last two weeks. So I'm hoping that uh, the doggies get it done and, and kick their season off.
1: Yeah, um, just before we get into the next games, as a punter source, I I do love looking at the disposal markets and any time goal scorers and two-plus goals and things like that. Remember the good old days? Three years ago, two years ago even, before COVID happened and everything, the odds were actually fair. Oh, fair. It's not fair at all now. Now the odds are just shortened. They're they're made for the punter to lose. So be careful. You can find value when you can. I liked Liberatore's value. I think it was $1.22 when I saw him on Sportsbet or whatever he was. Uh, But they don't even have the teams are out yeah and they don't even have the disposal markets up yet for us to have a look at and put out on our bet slips anyway so i've had to not not do too many of those disposal markets and i haven't done that this year but with my bonus bets i did put my daniel rich and my humor cluggage in because it's you have to, you have to yeah. boost it boost it up with the bonus so yeah. just be really careful don't just put like you know 15 20 legs just because oh this player gets 15 all the time it's very very easy for them one week to lose it, and at a dollar ten odds, sometimes it's not worth
0: it. A dollar well, ten odds are more worth it than the dollar $1. one odds that you see sometimes. Like the other week, I think it was Jai Simkin uh, against Geelong to have twenty five disposals. Pez was a dollar three. Him to get. If you think about this, a dollar three. Him to get. Um, you know, uh, twenty disposals is a dollar one. Now, when you think about the maths of this, Pez, there's what seven hundred disposals per game, and you're guaranteeing that he's going to get twenty. In four quarters of football, with another you know forty other blokes there, he gets you know, roll his
1: angle in, in the first quarter. That's done. What, what, How can it be a guaranteed? And the other w- reason it's not fair, if he's a dollar one to get twenty, he should be seventeen dollars yes. not to get twenty. Yes, that's what they need to bring in. We've said this many times, Bez. Because Brisbane this week source, I'm going to spoil it, but they're a dollar one and West Coast is seventeen dollars. So if it's a dollar one, seventeen dollars is is the opposite. So Jai Simpkin to get nineteen or less. Bank, let me have some of that at seventeen dollars. I don't mind that. Maybe we need to. Uh, we could
0: start our own thing. Pez. No, because if we do that, we lose. No, Pez, go to your go to your fridge and pull out a vegetable, and we'll call it that. Let's call it squash, squash, uh, squash bet, like pickle bet. Find another fun vegetable. To use. Yeah, but if
1: we uh, we are offering seventeen dollars, we're gonna go bankrupted. <laughs> not very. Oh, long. We'll just use off your winnings. It's fine.
0: My model's not great at the moment, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's uh, speak on to a winning model, Pez. No more bets for that game. We've really uh, flogged that dead horse. Speaking of flogging a dead horse, AFL stop putting two games on the Friday night. Bring back Thursday night football, especially when you're going to start one game halfway through the first game.
1: Yep, and uh, the reason they've done it is probably to hide North Melbourne because when <laughs> Port Adelaide Bulldogs come back on, everyone's going to switch off that, and they just want to hide. I'll uh, oh, get ha- the get north the north get the ratings up, Pez, because uh, we know that uh, Perth is having a bit of a, a
0: battle at the moment with Channel Seven Western Australia for their for their rights for the TV. Did you hear about that one?
1: Oh, I haven't heard about that.
0: Yeah, they're fighting uh, Paramount.
1: Par- Paramount? Oh, Paramount from 2025, yep.
0: Yeah, no, Paramount Plus. Yeah, so it's the, Paramount the next, Plus. next edition of it. Because, uh, they're, they're trying to get an all-streaming service to, to host the footy rights in Perth.
1: Yeah, well, under the Paramount uh, umbrella is Channel 10. So Channel uh-huh. 10, would have, they, you have to have four free games... Free to air games. Yeah, but then the, yeah. rest, would the rest
0: would be on a stream device. The rest
1: would be on a stream yeah. device and uh, your Foxtel boxes would be pretty much obsolete because the only reason I have a Foxtel box is because of Fox Footy. Yep. Um, so those subscriptions go. See you later Foxtel in uh, in Australia for AFL fans.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, anyway, let's get back to the game. It's, a, it's an 8, uh, what's that, 8.40 start in uh, Victorian time. It's probably a 7.10 start in Perth or... Two hours, I think. Two hours, yes. Yeah, so it was about that. Uh, Fremantle taking on North Melbourne. A dollar eight favorites are the Dockers. North Melbourne seven dollars fifty minus thirty nine and a half is the line at $1. 90. 157 and a dollar uh is the total over under points. Pez, the the main question for this one is. You know, we spoke earlier about uh, Fremantle being the real deal, but they've proven many times that they've got a st- st- strong defence. They can start. They're starting to put on some some scores there, Pez. They've got a young forward coming in for his first game from the Waffle. You know, they're still without Fife. They've been without Tabanar. Are they a real contender, Fremantle?
1: The the players that they've missed and the quality of players they've missed, no one would have guessed that they're in the top four at this stage of the season. So they've done quite well with a healthy percentage source of uh, of 138. So you say the defense is really good. They've only given up 435 points for the year. Melbourne, have given up 434, and we know how good Melbourne are. Um, and on the other hand, Fremantle have actually scored 601 so with, with in seven games. And you you wouldn't think that when they've had some low-scoring games, like what did they score, 69 on the weekend against Geelong. Mm-hmm. And they've, they're actually up there. So um, they've, they've done really, really well. Uh, Five missing, Darcy's missed some games, Tabernacle missed the start of the season, and then he missed last week. So uh, they're travelling really well. They should easily beat. North Melbourne and I found it hard to find some value in here but I I, I think I've I think I've put something together sauce yeah there wasn't much value in it Pez but the impressive thing for Fremantle
0: Pez before we get onto your bet is that they're not just winning the games in Fremantle so they've still got another probably seven or eight games in Fremantle that's an easy win you look at them at the moment six and one that puts them at 13 games last year it was 11 to make the finals they're pretty much set for the finals
1: Oh, they make the finals and they're going to be, you know, trying to fight for top four and trying to keep this form up and uh, get their players healthy and see if they become a good thing. You know, you lose Adam Chera, your nat five doesn't play for the season and they're, and they're sitting six and one. Uh, who'd they lose to? Uh,
0: they lost to... St Kilda, St. Kilda over Kilda. there, yeah, yeah, at home, yep. Yeah. yeah. Look, strange, you should, you should right? have
1: sold that game, Piz, and then they would have been seven and eight. Yeah, oh, sold it to Cairns, no, maybe sorry. they would have. Uh, so my little value multi that I've found now... I think Fremantle, you know, they don't like scoring, so they have scored six, they're hundred, but they don't like to let the opposition score either. So I've gone with the unders here, and I've gone some alt alternate unders and a uh, a few different things. So under in the first half, seventy seven point five, so you can't get seventy eight combined points together uh, at halftime, and then for the total game under one hundred seventy three point five. So for the first half under wins that alternate under. Will definitely win, and then you've got Fremantle minus twelve and a half, so we've got to win by thirteen plus against North. Two dollars fifty eight uh, boosted with Ladbrokes, one refund per day on the Friday. Uh, I'll give that a crack at twenty five dollars. Yeah, you didn't mind that, Pez. You're a little bit of bounce in your voice. You are a little bit happy with yourself over there, Fig Jam Perry. <laughs> well, I had to find something. The line's ridiculous at forty odd, and uh, you don't know what North Melbourne are going to do. A dollar eight head to head. You just got no value there.
0: Well, you could do, Pez. You could jump over to Ned's and put uh, f- North Melbourne. Uh, you know, you, you can pick two teams to beat. uh yep. Two teams, North Melbourne taking on West Coast. That'd be a good little value bit of game. That's the only way that you bet on uh, North Melbourne to win this week, wouldn't it? Or what's it paying? I don't know. You can, you, can, you can have a look at that, Pez, while I introduce the next game. We, we, we talk about Richmond taking on Collingwood. This should be an absolute cracker. Eighth versus ninth. Richmond come in favourites with the inclusion of Dusty Martin, $1.38. Outsiders are the pies, $3.02. Minus 17.5 is the line, over 171.5 points. Pez, this one's really, really straight and simple for you. Eight plays ninth. They're sitting seven and four, slash seven and three. Richmond being the uh, the if of their... Which team sustains this? Like oh, both teams didn't make finals. Both teams will be fighting for a final spot. Do both teams make it, or is there one team that is is ahead of the other team at the moment?
1: Oh, d- didn't listen to what you said. Yeah, cool. Uh, what's, the odds, what's the odds? I was I on? was looking up this, and I'm just a little bit a little bit surprised. North Melbourne a dollar fifty three. West Coast two dollars forty one. Head to head this round to score more points. That's not a bad little bet. there. No, North Melbourne should pile it on against. Uh, uh, no, they shouldn't. Actually I hope so. not. The so <sighs> North North
0: Melbourne. Should score more than West Coast. West Coast are, are terrible. Yeah,
1: losing a lot of players. I don't know.
0: I mean, you look at look at North Melbourne when they played earlier. When they only had nineteen available players and they only won by what forty points or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, back to the, the actual yeah, yeah. question, is yeah, yeah. uh, Your attention span is not that great. They obviously cannot multitask. Eighth versus ninth. Collingwood taking on Richmond. Both oh. teams sitting seven and four slash seven and three. Richmond being the outer there. Which team? Which team sustains this form, or which team are we more hopeful in, or do you put more trust in? Take out the the pedigree in Richmond. Just compare their two lists and where they are at the moment. One team on the rise, up and coming, and the other team sort of on their decline. Pairs, you know, sitting at twenty eighth to thirty mark. We saw Caddy uh, retired earlier this week. You know, a two time premiership player. They're in that age bracket. Who can sustain this more, just on their list alone?
1: Yeah, this is this is a tough one for me. Uh, I, I think Collingwood have been up and down this season. They've they've. Mm-hmm. Proven that they're going to be a better side than a lot of teams, a lot of people thought they would be, and Richmond are going to be a worse side than a lot of uh, people thought they would be. I think uh, the odds should be a little bit closer. I think the I odds are a bit skewed because Dustin Martin comes in. So the Collingwood line uh, was was looking okay. I, I think they lose uh, they lose no one really. Callum Brown, I don't really rate him highly as a player. Uh, Imagine omitted finally, um, and Bianco and Oliver Henry come in. They've got a, they've got a few no names, but they've got. Uh, what they've got is some youth, and they've mm. got uh, some, some older players as well that just come in, like Jack, Gin- uh, what's his name? Ginevan. He's he's up and about, blonde, isn't blonde, he? Bl- uh, blonde bumshell, they love loving I, him. He'll be giving someone the finger after he kicks a goal <laughs> on the weekend. Good, or you something. like to see it. You like to see uh, that, yeah, give him that a bit arrogance of passion.
0: and that rudeness of Collingwood back in there.
1: You just want to see it, but um, Dustin uh, uh, Martin, back in. how's he uh, going to How go? long
0: before they mention the Rat Pack? How long before they mention it for him? Oh, Um, <laughs> Over under rounds left. We have got what? Uh, Twelve rounds left. Eight, uh, eight. Like, that's terrible. I'll man. give them fourteen
1: f- rounds left. When do they play? Saturday? I'll give them forty-eight hours. <laughs> forty-eight hours. <laughs> 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 Sorry to
0: interrupt, there. Please keep on no, kicking. No,
1: that's all right. But I um I don't know who's going to win the game. Sauce. If Richmond have faded. Late in games, yes. and, and Collingwood have been up for the fight and at least tried to continue to go. So if I was going anywhere, I, I'd be looking at a, at a Collingwood plus uh, if it was just a single bet source. But uh, where where are you thinking on this game? Uh,
0: similar sort of lines, pairs I think that you know Richmond uh, their consistency has probably been a little bit more consistent, and that's a funny little thing to say. But they've been they've been available and been in more games and they have sort of uh, faded out. Uh, Collingwood, whilst they're still having a great winning percentage and they're still getting the job done, they do fade late. We saw it against St Kilda. We saw it against West Coast. We saw it against, uh, on the weekends. who they play on the weekend. They s- we saw it against uh, Essendon, sorry, again, where they sort of faded and they sort of let Essendon back in the game. Uh, and then it kicked on, obviously, in that last five minutes from a Darcy Parrish injury. So I think Richmond probably are the more sustainable ones to be able to make finals. But I think both teams are a real shot. I think Collingwood are really are a shot to make finals. And they definitely caught me by surprise. Um, I've put a bonus bet down in this one, Pez, because I'm I'm not really sure it's going to swing, uh, and I don't mind the value in this one. Shay Bolton, he's been in ripping form. I've kicked, uh, got him to get two or more goals. $1. eighty on its own, because I think that's great value. He's a the, the inclusion well. of Dusty Martin has boomed. Do you know Dusty Martin to kick two goals this weekend is straight up $1.50? Like, straight up, just $1.50. I don't think that's great value from a bloke coming back, but I you do like... you think he'll rest forward?
1: Oh, you'd have to, wouldn't you? He's been, he has been missed a lot of footy. He missed, he missed training as well, like, when he was off... Whatever he was doing. Yeah, so you'd
0: say he probably rests forward, so that's probably why he's
1: short odds. But I do like the value
0: that it's pushed back Shea Bolton. he's averaging two or three shots on goal. Uh, the last three games that he's actually played, he's kicked 2 1, 2 3, and I think he kicked three something against uh, West Coast, but that doesn't really count. And I've gone uh, over 170 and a half, Pez. Um, Richmond, uh, sorry, Collingwood are trying to play like Richmond, that high, fast, high risk football, though they're not as good as Richmond at it. So it's going to come back the other way just as fast. Over 170 should be easy there, Pez. Like you said, Close game. I've gone Richmond one to thirty-nine. I think they get the job done. That gives me odds of six seventy five and I've whacked my twenty-five dollar bonus bet on it. That's uh that's
1: that's cheeky at six seventy-five there. It's not cheeky yet, Bez. yeah, no, 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 it meets the meets the, it uh, does meet the criteria. Um I am I've gone my alternate line of hundred over hundred and thirty-five point <laughs> five. So if you're over one seventy gets up, that's uh that's pretty easy. I've gone Collingwood at alternate handicap plus forty-one and a half. Yep. Uh, love that. you you like that because I love that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Richmond one to thirty-nine that would mean that would happen. And instead of me go on the plus Collingwood line because you know Richmond can turn it on in bursts they can. I've gone Collingwood's total points just them alone to be over 76.5 I love that and you know what Richmond's were the line was 93.5 oh. because you, you plus the line at 17 oh, not I, I don't like 5.
0: that maths that means my uh, over 170 doesn't get up <laughs> <laughs> Terrible maths. I love it.
1: <laughs> oh well, well, that's that's my bet. It's two dollars and four uh, cents and three legs, same gamer, uh, with lads on the Saturday, so I can get my bonus uh, twenty five dollars.
0: Yeah, pairs. All right. We're finally uh, I think we're up to round three of game three <laughs> of uh, the game. We've really been getting into detail, which has been good pairs, just to talk footy. All right, we get into the, the Saturday afternoon, one forty five traditional time slot. Sydney taking on Gold Coast pairs and uh, Jesus ring back some, some nostalgia pairs of uh the big comeback from Gold Coast taking on Sydney, what, all those years ago pairs. Dollar fourteen favourites are Sydney, Gold Coast outsiders five fifty minus thirty one and a half pairs, a dollar ninety as always, over under total game points one. 171.5 pairs what what, what can we expect for this one a Gold Coast up for the fight or is Sydney just going to make it a bounce back game after their Brisbane debacle
1: look they're going to try all they want but uh, this is a, a great bounce back spot for, for Sydney, They were under so much pressure last week. They they put the pressure up for, you know, the first quarter and the start of that third quarter there, Sydney did, and they matched it with Brisbane, who, you know, one of the best teams in the competition. So Sydney's midfield will have a, a bit of a field day here against uh, the Gold Coast Suns. SCG, small ground, you you don't know how which forward's going to, you know, pop up and kick the goals. Papley will be better for the run that he had last week as well. So they, they've got a lot going for them down there at Sydney. Uh, Isaac Heaney will come out and take some strong marks and kick some goals too. So so uh, lots of different things. I I don't like um, the Gold Coast Suns in terms of when you've got Collins down in defence. He, he's grown his mullet, he's gone his uh, handlebar moustache <laughs> and, you know, popping around, have a, have a look at me. And uh, the ball just keeps coming down. He gets beaten and uh, I, I just don't like the, the demeanour. So yeah. sh- shave it off, get a haircut and... Uh, Try and try and get a fist in there.
0: How's old man Perry? Get off my lawn, get a haircut. <laughs> get off my lawn, young whippersnapper. Back in my day, we just played football and <laughs> smoked darts out the back but of the I, goalpost. Am I getting that old?
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Well, that, how about you? Cut your hair and uh, don't like the, the swagger.
1: Pears, I don't like come it. On, you know, Dan Butler had his uh, mullet. He played well one season. He was having a few rough games. Shaved it off. I don't know why people go to that. Like, oh, well,
0: you know what? He's, he's having a rough game. The hair must be distracting him.
1: No, yeah, because he's a little bit of a, you know, show, I'm showing off. Um, I'm doing a little bit of Jeez, this. Jeez, so you sound old, Pez. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm steering clear for this one, Pez. <laughs> uh, I'm not steering clear. I've gone Ned's. Uh,
0: four leg, same game multi. Of course you would. Ned's the old man. Then <laughs> Flanders has a moustache, Pez. Are you sure you want to go with Ned's?
1: I'll, I'll get a bonus back. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, I've, what I've done is I've gone alternate lines over under and alternate game lines uh, for both sides. So yeah, it's over 145.5, but under 200.5. 200 200. And then I've gone Sydney. It's minus 7.5, win by eight or more. And Gold Coast plus 59 and a half. Gives me odds of $2.54. Mm-hmm. Boosted with Neds, uh, with the same game multi-special, $25 on that. Uh Oh, see how we go. Yeah, don't mind that at all, Pez. It's a little bit
0: complicated to yeah alternate this, alternate that, and over this and under that. But let's just get into a basic game, Pez. GWS taking on Geelong. Uh, you know, flashbacks to the semis last year, Pez. This should be an absolute cracker. Dollar ninety six favourites, sorry, outsiders are uh, the uh, GWS Sydney, um, GWS Sydney, Gw, GWS Giants. uh the the odds for this one have swung in. It was a dollar ninety both ways uh, originally at the start of the week. Now Geelong are outs, so in favourites, a dollar eighty four. Minus two and a half is the line, over under 166 and a half, pairs And uh, hopefully both teams don't struggle as much as I did in that intro. Uh, <laughs> but if we go back to the semis last year, both teams were semis here. Uh, GWS after an impressive win um, last year against Sydney in that first final, took on Geelong in an absolute... It was a shocking game, if we remember. It was the the first week of suspension from uh, to- to- Toby Green, and it was an absolute debacle of a game. Shit
1: house. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't have to worry about that from, from last year. We just have to worry about this and... Uh I actually think the bookies have this completely wrong and there's a huge overreaction from GWS's win last week. Huge. Uh, I did get it wrong last week. I thought Adelaide were going to, nope. to get up. Uh, it didn't happen. So GWS won. They won huge. They looked good. But we got to remember who they were playing. Adelaide, mm-hmm. you know they usually bring the effort. They didn't. They were inconsistent. GWS were there. They they got it into their forward line very easily. Toby Green had a bit of a field day. No one went near him for a whole quarter. And in well, they thought uh, he wasn't playing when he kicked. Yeah, they still thought he was suspended, but he's <laughs> sitting there in the forward pocket snapping goals. And uh, GWS they just had a field day last week. You know Geelong coming off a loss. I, I love decent sides. Coming off a loss for a bounce back game,
0: especially when they're playing Pez, a team that's in that middle of the ranks, not an easy win. So the North North Melbourne scenario not always great because they're like, you know what, it's an easy win. But this one, they've got to go to the drawing board. They've got to put in the hours. It's a great bounce back spot.
1: Oh, you have to do it. And JWS, you know, they're feeling good about themselves. They're strutting through uh, Blacktown or wherever, wherever <laughs> it is up there in Sydney, uh, <laughs> in the Western Sydney. There, they've all got their mows and mullets <laughs> out there. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to be swagger. talking about haircuts, but I think Geelong win this, and uh, I've gone with. Uh, Butcher, he told us last week about Jackabucha. blue bet and the, the 12 plus at half time great one I was going the, the max stake 50 bucks dollar 74 and got a little bit less source because I had to I went with the insurance of 12 plus at half time I win uh just along there seventy four max 50
0: Yeah, I love that, Pez. I love everything you've said, too. The bookies definitely have overreacted, and we, we often see this. Um, Bookies obviously have a, a job to do in terms of reacting to the markers, but you've got to look at the, the, the things. Every team has a bad week, and realistically, that was a bad week uh, for Sydney. This game last... Sorry, the game last week should have been a closer game. It should have been between 1 to 39, and it should have been a lot closer. Adelaide dropped the ball... Uh, GW has had an impressive field day, but uh, they bounce back to reality against the Cats. The Cats will come out, and I think they'll do this pretty easy, Pez. Uh, they play, the, play Blacktown <laughs> the ground uh, quite well up there, Pez. I've got a three-leg same-game multi with my bet return um, in this one, Pez. Uh, I've got a three-leg multi. $3.10 is the odds. Geelong, head-to-head, straight-out win. That's great value at eighty-four Over one sixty-six and a half. they should get that as well. And Geelong, pick your own line, plus 27 dollars Pez. The old are 2 leg, three leg, multi with some a bit of insurance. That should give me a nice seventy-seven fifty return.
1: Yeah, nice. Take the insurance and uh, keep doing that. Geelong with four wins sitting inside the 8th source. GWS with two wins. They beat Adelaide. They beat the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Done nothing. Done nothing. Done nothing all year. <laughs> Coaches under pressure. I know Toby Green's back, but Geelong, Tom Stewart back down there as the general putting, pointing everyone in the right direction. They're not going to leave him in the forward pocket by himself.
0: Yes, they got two... They got, they got t- t- um, the top two in the Coleman medal is Geelong's both forwards, and they're taking it week for week. GWS are not going to be able to keep up you with You think
1: Darty... Jeremy Cameron is going to want to lose against this old side in general. No Genibuus? chance. Do you think, you think oh. the rest of Geelong is going to let that happen? No. My goodness. If, if they lose, I'll be very, very surprised. So, yeah, so max 50 there, we like it.
0: Yeah, Boogie's got that wrong, Bears. Love your bets. All right, we get on to a modern day, and well, not even just a modern day, it's just a rivalry full stop. We get the Saturday night time slot. Absolute cracker. AFL finally got a uh, time slot right. Essendon taking on Hawthorne. $2.31 outsiders are the Bombers. $1.59 are the Hawks. Minus nine and a half favourites are the Hawks. Over under. Total Game points at 172.5 Pez, Essendon, they need something to happen. They've been pretty, uh, pr- pretty terrible to be honest. They're, they're getting scored against, uh, from end to end Pez, quite easily last week. <sighs> can they bounce back this week? Let's just focus on
1: this week for this one, Pez.
0: Can they bounce back? Yeah, oh,
1: this is this is a really hard one. And, uh, odds you can you can throw it up in the air and land it either way, either team, you know, a dollar 80, 220, whatever you want to do it at. Uh, Hawthorne, yeah, quite, uh, Heavy favourites in in terms of uh, who they're playing and what they're going up against. It is it uh, is it Marvel Stadium you said?
0: Uh, it is at Marvel Stadium.
1: Marvel Stadium, which does help uh, the Bombers, I think. Uh, trying to get some confidence up and go from there. Interesting that Dylan Shield was dropped and then uh, made the sub last week. They they looked really poor. Uh, the Bombers against the Bulldogs in patches there and just didn't didn't fight for it. Their forward entries uh, were absolutely horrendous and and Peter Wright. He kicked four in the end source, but he was—he had a poor day. He—he he did not get to the drop of the ball. He didn't uh, lead to the right areas, and and the ball delivery in his defence didn't help him too much. So, uh, I think this is a, a the type of game where you can go uh, on on the underdog because they they need to to do something. And Essendon fans have written off this season, obviously, and and, and done all of that. Hawthorne, what are they doing? Are they are they a good side? Are they a bad side? They had, had wins at the start of the year uh, against North Melbourne and Port Adelaide, who we've seen uh, rounded out to have a poor poor thing. They've had bad showings against, say, St Kilda, where they got flogged. Uh, who, who else did they get flogged against? 41 points. Uh, Sydney, it was in about one quarter, and then they beat Geelong, uh, lost to a point by Carlton. So I, I would go, I'm would i steering clear, and I've rambled on about it, but I, I think I would go somewhere around the Essendon line, And market might bet around that.
0: Yeah, Pez. I, I love the value in this one. I think that the the Bombers get this done. I actually believe that this is a perfect spot for for a bounce back uh, sort of game. They're playing uh, the old crosstown rivals, Pez. Not the crosstown rivals, obviously, but they're they're playing a you know land in the so, line in the sand sort of game. Essendon need to bounce back. This is a um, you know I'm still not sold on Hawthorne I'll be honest, like they, they haven't impressed me. They, they've beaten a couple of teams um, through some you know gutsy performances. The the Geelong win was impressive, yeah, but, but again, they only played. Two, two, uh, two quarters of football against a team that only played two quarters of football you look at some of the other wins they had Pez uh, not that impressive oh, I love what you said about going with the line Pez and that's exactly what I've gone with I've gone with Ned's 25 $2 lines Pez love the value in that one
1: oh, you, you'll take it what is the line there that you've uh, got that you got
0: the line that I've got is plus 9.5 Pez so plus 9.5 a nice little uh, little bet to get that one done for a Saturday night to enjoy the footy
1: yeah we'll enjoy the footy Will uh, Brisbane Lions fans? I'm not too sure because they're going to absolutely flog the Eagles.
0: They are, Pez. They really are going to flog the the Eagles. Let, let's get into it, Pez. Um, you know, dollar $1, one, sorry, a dollar two, Pez. So it's not even a guaranteed a dollar two Brisbane Lions uh, taking on the West Coast Eagles. Thirteen dollars, Pez. Thirteen dollars, a little bit juicy there. Well, they've the li- come in. The line for this one is minus seventy two and a half. What a Jeez. absolute spectacle of a line. Over one seventy six and a half pairs. The big case for this one is not about the game itself, is should the AFL start to, to look at this and this is the third or fourth week that West Coast are going to be affected with injuries, they've got a massive not only amount of injuries pairs, but the, but it's the the amount of players that are out so through COVID. So you've got Simpson who's coaching them. Out with uh, COVID protocols Might be a good thing Clark, and Nelson They're all COVID protocols Allen with his foot Joyce with an ankle Rioli with a hamstring Sheed with an ankle Shuey with a hamstring Yao with a concussion Cole with an ankle Langdon with an ankle uh, Petrotrelli with a hamstring Jessov with an ankle Edwards with a groin Hugh with a back Nat Nui with a knee O'Neill with a knee That's just their outs, They're putting a hold That's their outs from last week That's their outs just, Well that's the people That are unavailable for this week yeah. But they've got They're putting the waffle on hold um, They're not having any games On the, on the Thursday or the Friday um, In preparation They're pushing everything back So that West Coast Can have a look through the waffle And find an, enough suitable players for this When's the AFL going to step in?
1: uh, I don't think they will uh, I think because West Coast uh, have been so poor, they didn't handle COVID very well when they were in the hub, did they? They had a sook and, and kicked it up. So the AFL is probably going to be like, you know what? You, you're sooked when we made the solution and you know saved your players and you got to play every week and you, you didn't do well then. And now you're, you're looking after yourselves. You, you're having a bit of bout with COVID and bad luck and uh, you got your injury list that we can't control. So field a team and uh, play the game. Yeah, so uh,
0: <laughs> you're right. You, you they're, think
1: they're, they're going to definitely play the game this week? Or you I, think they'll step in?
0: I, I hope they play the game because I like to see West Coast... Um, I don't like to see football like that. We just talked earlier about the spectacle of footy and it doesn't do the game any um, any justice by playing in games like this. I think eventually there's going to come a suppose, where the, the AFL needs to step in because any team can be affected by COVID. But in this situation, we need to stop saying that it's a COVID affected because there's only four blokes that are out by COVID. The rest of them are just injuries and it's bad luck. And we saw that they've got a pea heart when when it comes to pressure. And yeah, I think that the AFL will start to step in when it you know when it becomes four or five games with a hundred point losses.
1: Well, I look at last week's side. Okay, they lost by 109 points to Richmond, who <laughs> aren't at the top of the AFL oh, at the moment. They had Luke Shuey, Liam Duggan, Jack Redden. I'm just going to name the the decent players. Yeah, uh, Tim Kelly, Shannon Hearn, Jack Darling. Had Andrew Gaff out there, Jamie Cripps, Premiership player, Jeremy McGovern, uh, Josh Kennedy, Willie Rioli, Jake Waterman, Liam Ryan. There's enough in that side to not lose by 109 points. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. You you, you can't be you can't be doing that um, every week. There's got to be some form of effort. There's got to be some form of pride. And whatever reason is happening, they've just cracked it and gone. No, we're not going to play. You're there. You're on TV. You know. You know you are. Mm. Go in for the footy. Try and win the footy for your club, and and try and go forward with the ball. Like don't just don't just stand down and, and not go for the ball because oh poor us. We've we've lost. We've got all these injuries and, and things. You have got a heap of Premiership players out there. Yeah, have some Do pri- Have some pride. Have some pride in the jumper and your and your club and yep. uh, just fight y- for the fans. You know, just, just just put a fight up. You, you're looking. You're playing at West Coast last week against Richmond. You look into the stands. There's more. Richmond. They would have been. Uh, there would have been a lot of West Coast fans there though. And you, you look out there as a player. Play for. Play for some of those families going to the footy and and actually put in the effort. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the effort last Friday night, Sauce.
0: No, there was no effort. And the, the, the game's already lost before they play.
1: And is Brisbane just going to put the cue in the rack and only win by? Eight goals, nine goals, just to not embarrass well, West Coast. Why, why would
0: they, Piz, When everyone else has a free hit against them, you, Richmond jumped up twenty percent uh, last week in percentage. Brisbane need that percentage if they if they want to try and secure. It's going to be tight at the top. Uh, they're going to pile it on, I think.
1: Yeah, well, they're five percent behind Melbourne at the moment, so yeah, they, they definitely there, there's, have to an jump easy, up. there's
0: an easy there's an easy twenty percent gaze. That was just that was on like an eighty point victory. They they smashed them by like two hundred points, which is not going to happen. But you know, there's forty percent you can make up just there. Chances that West Coast don't even get on the plane.
1: Just go, just forfeit no, no, the game. No, no. West Coast probably will get on the plane. They'll go somewhere else. <laughs> just go, go on holiday. Yeah. Because, you know, in um, local basketball, the other team doesn't show up. It's just to forfeit. Yeah, <laughs> zero to 20. You don't lose that many points. And the Brisbane Lions don't
0: get percentage until the week after.
1: Oh, would it be better for West Coast to do that? Remember, remember that
0: old thing as a, as a junior when they're like, oh, if you give a walk-up, you don't get any percentage. You have to let the other team score. That's, no, you don't. You just, it just means it just gets on the week after.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know, but I'm steering clear in this uh, $1, $1, 2 you can't really do it. You know what? You could go on the Sunday. I might be putting out a little disposal disposal laugh fiasco there. Oh, well, if you put it on put the, the if
0: you put on the Sunday Pez, you've missed the Saturday. Is night this game. Saturday night, is yeah. it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I think West Coast think it's on Sunday Jeez, as well.
0: You, you sound like you sound like some of the Twitter people. Like, oh, geez, I was going to put. i uh, looking at the stats. Kelly got 24. I had him for had him for 25. Wait, wait, who are you
1: going to call out? <laughs> I'm not oh, out. Yeah. Anyone,
0: But 13 odds Pez, it, it does. Uh, it is a little bit juicy, and it's um. Cheeky, oh, no. a little bit cheeky, Pez. I oh, got oh, some stats no. for you, Pez. Michael Voss, this year, first game win. Sam Mitchell Hawthorne first game win. Oh no. Craig McRae Collingwood, first game win against your mob. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, Ash Hansen Bulldogs, first win. Jamie Graham. I don't know who the fuck that is. All uh, right. Fremantle. <laughs> he coached Fremantle. Uh, I think my notes are wrong there, but uh, he coached Fremantle. Did first, he? Game. first game win. Blake sure? Carasella. The only win they've had for Essendon. Uh, Brendan Lade. St. Kilda. Win. Last I week, win. Adam Uze. First game. Win. Matthew Knight. First game. 120 point loss. I've gone uh, <laughs> massive cheeky, Pez. I've gone uh, three-league same-game multi. Brisbane Lions at the alternate line, minus 120 and a half points. No. Breaks the trends. So all the stats don't lie, Pez. There's a stat for you. What's, what's the odds of that? Uh, that on its own is like $11. Ooh. That's not even that good. It's not even that good. I've gone the uh, the fixed line as well. as 72 and a half. Just, so a total line, if you just total them up there, 195 points. They just in my that. bet slip. And uh, Charlie Cameron kicked two goals.
1: You know, I hope he kicked two goals. If so 20 so I'll put
0: twenty-five on that pair. That gives me odds of eleven seventy-five, and uh, West Coast odds are still higher than that. So <laughs> that's uh, that, that's a guaranteed. Jeez, pitch. you wanted to make you wanted <laughs> to make it sound
1: like you were going uh, the, the new West Coast coach there, but um, yeah, good luck with that on your Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, well, that went. <laughs>
0: I'll be partying all the way through Sunday when that gets up, Pez. All right, we can catch up to where you are, Pez, on the Sunday. I know why you wanted to talk Sunday, because your Saints are taking on the Ds. Melbourne, the reigning premiers, 7-0, $1.32 favourites, coming up against the Saints, $3.43, minus $20.50, a half one90 as always, over, under, total game points, one sixty four and a half, Pez. Are the Saints going to cause the biggest upset of the season? Not the biggest upset of the season, but the the first, actually, it's pretty close. Are they going to cause the Ds to give up that first loss?
1: Well, no one thinks the Ds are going to lose, do they? So could this be the one? I'm not not too sure. I don't don't think so. I don't like playing Melbourne uh, at the MCG as a St Kilda supporter, but uh, I'm just going to steer clear and uh, have a look. Hopefully, you know, King kicks a bag or something and we are competitive and... And don't get blown out, or can at least hold it, hold their heads up high after their performance.
0: Yeah, I think Melbourne get the job done here. I'm a little bit worried. I don't like the line at minus twenty and a half. I think that's way too big for for the Saints to have been. Oh, jump on the plus. Uh, they have been impressive up until last week's. Um, you know where they they gave away a win basically for for selling for money. Uh, I think that it's going to come a time where Melbourne get challenged. I don't think it's gonna be at the G and I don't think it's gonna be Answer the Saints this week. So I'm steering clear. If I'd be looking for value, maybe Melbourne the one to thirty nine, I think that's probably where it's gonna be at. Uh, but that's steer clear for me, Pez. Hey,
1: if this was at Marvel there's a little bit of a different story and the line would've come in a little bit more. Do you reckon the
0: line would have come in that much though? I reckon fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a half. I would've had sixteen and a half, so that that would have been decent.
1: Oh, there you go. It's fifteen and a half on our <laughs> book. <laughs> 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 on us, uh, what do we call it? Squash bet. <laughs> oh, you talk about vegetables or some stuff. Oh, go,
0: let's run. talk about Carlton. F- pickled onion bet. All right. Now let's get on to the the Blues. Pairs taking on the Crows in the last game of the round. Sunday. Uh, what's that? Four forty time slot at uh, Marvel Stadium. I think it is this one. So Carlton taking on Adelaide. A dollar thirty four favorites are the Blues outsiders. Three twenty eight are the Crows. Minus twenty and a half is the line over under 173.5 is what we're playing for. Pez, uh, the Blues are obviously in a lot of form, but they have struggled against lesser teams. Do they struggle this week against the Crows? Uh,
1: Looking at the Crows' outs and and ins, I don't think so. Uh, Matt Crouch got omitted. Mm. The, the player that you know got 35 disposals every single week uh, a couple of seasons back. Ned McHenry, I think, is a bit of a loss up forward for Adelaide. Uh, and Brody Smith is injured as well. So big names out for them. Uh, not too much coming back in. Little James Rowe up forward is a, is a little lively one. And uh, I think Adelaide can, can push them a little bit. I want to see final teams. Uh, I want to have a look at that total game points. And if it is up really, really high, uh, like the 170 plus, I'd be going under in this game so uh, i think Carlton should win they they should try and beat up on their easy fixture and and try and make finals and and keep those uh feral blue supporters happy yeah, I, I <laughs> the feral blues. He's always gonna have a
0: dig at the fan bases, piers, don't you?
1: Yeah, but Ivan had to have a dig at them for ages because they've been crap, and now they think they're going to win the premiership. so um, they're, they're coming out in uh, in swarms.
0: They are coming out in swarms. The Blues are back, piers. The most loyal. F- <laughs> I couldn't even get through that sentence. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they,
1: <laughs> what was that one with Judd? And they had the we're, we're coming, we're, we're coming, we're coming.
0: And they're finally coming. They're not wrong, are they? They are finally coming. Oh, every we'll Blues see. fan is coming every time they uh gets <laughs> the ball. So yeah, anyway, man, off off topic there, Pez, And A little bit of a crude joke there, but uh, oh, I'm steering clear in this one, Pez But just an update: it was Jamie Graham for Fremantle. He's their forwards coach. Just uh just looked it up. Bit, <laughs> but, bit, bit of I'm Randy talking.
1: Marsh in, oh. the, in the tents. Hey bit of Randy Marsh in the tents.
0: It's <laughs> right, going please? on Twitter. All right, Oh, Pizzle, let's get on to uh, something that's not funny, hopefully, <laughs> is our multis, and I'm sure you've got seven or eight multis in this one.
1: No, nah, no, nah, just the one this week, because oh. uh, there's not that too too many specials, and uh, uh, I don't even know, because I can't really read the terms and conditions on Tab Source. Yeah, I, I, I tried I, to I tried do
0: to it. as well, a little bit sneaky.
1: And, and couldn't do it, and I don't know if my is going to count for a bonus. On the same. That's okay, because I think it's going to win anyway. Yep. So I've put it, and if it does get a bonus... Won't be happy because it lost, <laughs> but uh, we'll see how we go. So what I'll, have you put, gone with? I'll put the three legs on. Uh, I've put i put it as a multiplier. I still get the multiplier on tab one point zero five multiplier, which is that's good. where
0: you're going to lose it, Pez.
1: Um, that's that's fine because it's not going to lose. But I've got Fremantle at a dollar nine, so that's Ooh, where I, that's okay, where Fremantle might be where you lose. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, two negatives
0: cancel out, so it's fine.
1: We'll, we'll see. How, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Geelong at a dollar seventy seven. Love, love that. And, and Sydney at a dollar sixteen. Hopefully not to get upset against the Gold Coast. That's two dollars mm-hmm. twenty three. Uh, put the max fifty on it and uh been going well in the multis, so want this one to get up as well. Yeah,
0: love that Pez because I've got two of those legs. Better odds, uh three legs same game multi with tab, no multiplier and no legs below the dollar. What'd you say, dollar ten mark? Is that what it was? I got Sydney at a dollar sixteen, Geelong at a dollar ninety, and uh Chuck Richmond in there as well, uh dollar forty to get some When r- are you putting these bets on? <laughs> on. Geelong at a dollar ninety. It's a great bet. <laughs> when did you do that? I don't know. Just before the <laughs> <February>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I put it in. Does it tell me? <laughs> I don't know what. Thursday May how do, how do I get a thirteen cent, six, cent difference? Six fifty six I put it in. Six fifty six. So uh, today the, Yeah, but the odds have already been out. you're just gonna be you gotta be Pez. You you're you you run a podcast where you're doing betting. You need to be on the ball, Pez. Yeah, well you're sitting there refreshing all day. You you're putting out a, a <laughs> one that's not available for the listeners. No, not available anymore. Either's yeah. yours. It's not available.
1: Dollar seventy seven.
0: Oh, what what are they now? Geelong, is that what it is? Dollar seventy-seven? Yeah. No, I, look, I just I just read out sports bet one. It is uh, what was it? Dollar eighty-four. Get your head out of your ass. All right. So anyway, that's uh, three dollars <laughs> eight for that one. i will put the max state of fifty pairs. That's going to be a nice little return for both of us uh, over the three hundreds for that one for us. Dollar uh, one hundred and fifty-four. I'm going to get for that back one. Yeah. Well, look at you! Look at you! Just, you can't even talk. You're a little bit pissed off because I got better all day. You're winning in everything else. Let no, look what I'm looking at. <laughs> Oh, we're losing the <laughs> plot, please. Let's uh, let's tell our listeners <laughs> where they can where they can see some of this amazing content that you're, oh, that you're showing me. Well,
1: Where you can see what I'm <laughs> showing, Source and Source is losing it. I'm about to post it uh, on Twitter at behind the Bound with a little Carlton caption. So uh, if you I, thought, to yeah, I
0: thought that was going to be the image for people jumping on my multi. No,
1: no, no. That's well uh, the that's you know
0: when the realization of who Jamie Graham was. That's a complete opposite.
1: I'll be putting the blue balls out there <laughs> when you were doing oh, well. Source Multi. Source Multi blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see what we're doing. We're losing the plot. But that is our round eight bet slips. They will be out on Twitter tomorrow at Behind the Bound. So uh, if you want to jump on, you would have had to be listening to this podcast to be able to get some of the prices that Source put out uh, especially. So uh, uh, best of luck in your betting and your punting. Of course, you've got to be following Pez, plus 62% in the ROI, Source. Uh, it's it's yeah, got to you, keep going up. You,
0: you may be up and about, Pez, but... It just proves that I, I shift the market when I put these bets down. because <laughs> <laughs> They're not available
1: anymore once I'm down. Well, at a, at a massive I'll, plus 25. I have to leave because I can't <laughs> listen to you talk shit anymore. So I'm Pez. Peace out. Oh, I'm still
0: sauce, guys. Uh, we'll catch up next time. And as always, if you're having a bet, make sure you bet responsibly.